Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey everybody, we are so excited for you to join us on our second week, our second episode of What is Waves. Last time we covered breaking points, and today we are talking about currents. My name is Caroline Hare, and I founded Waves, but I have a couple other girls here with me. Hey everybody, I'm Christy, and I'm the VP of Waves, and then we have one more with us on our team. Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm the worship leader for Waves. Yay! Um, we are so excited to, to be talking about Currents today. Um, Amanda can't be with us tonight, so we miss her. We bless her, but she'll be back with us next week. Um, but tonight we are talking about the second session that we normally um, have at a Waves conference, which is the topic of Currents. And so we live here in sunny Destin, Florida. We have like the most horrible thing that we have to live here on the coast, right? Yes. Um, sometimes it is horrible. Have you been outside the last couple days? Oh my gosh, the weather. <laughs> Y'all. It's not even raining, it's just humid. It's just wet outside. Yeah. I walk outside, my hair is straight and it turns curly mm-hmm. with the humidity. Um, so, but it's also really nice to go to the beach. But one of the things that is a problem with the beach is there are these things called currents. Yep. So, what is a current? I just told them that I hate answering this question, even though I'm preaching on it, because there's so many different things that you can go with this one. But current is basically something that you get swept up into. Yeah. Um, Have y'all ever been swept up into a current like in the ocean before? Yeah, there are these really bad things called riptides, and it's basically just a very, very strong undercurrent that's like not on the surface of the water, but it's like way below. That's That'll preach. And then... (laughs) Good job. And if you get into it, you can actually get swept out mm-hmm. to sea, and a lot of people actually drown from it. You have to know how to get out of it um, safely, because you can't just try to paddle back straight to shore. You have to swim sideways and then like get out of it and then go to shore. Yeah. So and a yeah. lot of people panic whenever they get stuck in a current. Like they don't know what to do, so they start trying to fight the current, and instead it makes them get more swept up into it. Well, and yeah. you, you get tired quicker, yes. and you just, you lose focus on everything. Yeah, the spiritual metaphors here are phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, there's so much. <laughs> I remember one time, I think I was about, like, nine or ten years old, I came down here actually to Destin on vacation, and I bought one of those inner tubes that looked like a tire, mm-hmm. and um, me and my best friend both got, like, the inner tube tire things, and we were out in the water, and I... I got sucked up into a current and I got kind of trampled. I was just like in a foom, foom, foom in a circle under this current going under the water and I could not breathe y'all. And it was like every time I came up out of the water, I was like (gasps) gasping for breath, (laughs) trying to catch my breath. And I remember like getting back to the hotel room and of course you go shower and stuff. I had sand all up in my swimsuit. (laughs) It was awful. But I just remember that panicky feeling of like I couldn't get out and I couldn't breathe or catch my breath. And my friend was there, but there was absolutely nothing she could have done. Um, But so there are a lot of spiritual analogies with currents. But 
what is a current um, that you've gotten swept up in? Maybe a sin or a habit or um, I don't know. Like, what's a current that you've gotten swept up in in life? Well, for me growing up, uh, sports was highly important in my family. Yeah. Um, and and you played sports pretty much no matter what. Like, that was your extracurricular activity. Um, <laughs> this <laughs> is you, what you're doing. You made real good grades and you played sports. And so, um, but what it was, was your sport. Well, it was basketball, volleyball, and softball. And then it became just volleyball. She did um, all of the things, people. I did until I realized I couldn't stand the other two. But I loved volleyball. <laughs> um, and so that was okay. But I think, but getting just swept up in the, and the always having to perform, always having to be the best, um, and focusing in on something that, that honestly, at the end of the day, is not the most important thing in life. And I really didn't know that until I, I learned, um, well, until I knew the Lord um, at a much older age. But it's one of those things that I look back on and I'm like, man, if I hadn't made that so important, like, would, like, would I have made room for God? Yeah. You know, because I knew who he was, but I was so busy all the time mm-hmm. that there wasn't room for him. Well, I mean, and a lot of those things, like, I've, I'm guessing you did not just school volleyball, but, like, you probably did I travel. I did club. We did travel, uh, basketball, travel volleyball. Um, so, It's I hard mean, to make it to youth group or church on Sunday we, we morning. We can't, you know. Yeah. And I even, I mean, and honestly, for the most part, grew up in the South. So, you know, I mean, Wednesday nights, they always knew, you know, that was church time. But still, I played on club teams, so... Wednesday night was like one of the nights that the gym was free that we could go in there and practice. <laughs> so we would, um, you know, and it was just, it became one of those things where it was like, well, this is how you're going to get your scholarship for college. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this is good for you. This is, yeah. this is a passion that you have. And all of those things are very good. And, and the Lord can use those. And he has used that, um, in my life in a, an amazing way. Um, but you know, I wish I hadn't, I wish I had made different choices. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tay? What's a current that you've gotten swept up in before? Um, well, I kind of, I mean, I guess broad strokes purposes, I got into a current of just really poor self-worth. Um, mm. I came, I come from a, like a broken home. Um, and it was really before, before my parents got a divorce, it was extremely rough. Um, they, they both loved me and my brother, but um, they both had some, some definitely some issues that they just they couldn't overcome. And so my mom left um, when I was like seven years old and all that good stuff. And so my dad remarried a couple more times and and all that. But I um, really just I didn't know who I was, and so I I sought out attention from uh, from guys and um, was just ended up just being a very promiscuous person. Um, What's the word promiscuous mean? Like some for some of our younger listeners, what would you define it as? Because I probably <laughs> use the right word. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think just maybe looking for attention from guys or looking for attention in the wrong places. Maybe even, I mean, I, I don't know how it showed up for you. Like for some girls, promiscuity shows up in their clothing, like in how they dress. Oh, okay, yeah, or, okay. So like signs of it, or like yeah, like what are some signs of promiscuity? Like so that younger girls understand yeah okay so I well yeah I dressed with showing every possible part of my body I could possibly show um I also um had premarital relations with many men before (laughs) 
She well, did the hibbity dibbity. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> putting it simple. Is before, that good? <laughs> before my husband. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, um, <laughs> but I think it can also show up like promiscuity sometimes can show up as like flirtation too. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, like, I think it can show up even in that. Yeah, like, it can be. I mean, they're, I feel like they're, I mean, it's the same spirit. And so the le- the but the levels that it displays itself are can be different with different people depending on the environment and how far that person is has been how long I feel like how long that person has been dealing mm-hmm. with that spirit before there's deliverance. So yeah, that was definitely one. Um, I was a and through all that, I also I dealt with a lot of depression um, and uh, and anxiety. So that's an, that's another current. I don't a lot of the currents. Um, <laughs> Well, sin oftentimes shows up as a current that you, like, sometimes you get swept up into it and you have no idea that you're even in it. Yeah, (laughs) you just, I really. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I need air from this. Like, I need to get away. Until God sheds the light on it, you don't know, you don't know, really know what you're doing. And I I grew up, I did grow up in church, surprisingly, and it wasn't until Mm -hmm. my later years that I really got into that sort of lifestyle. And it wasn't, it really wasn't for very long necessarily because I got saved, praise the Lord. Um. pretty quickly and um but it was it was a few years of just kind of doing whatever and just searching so hard for what I needed which was the love of father god but I didn't know I didn't know what I was looking for and I grew up in church and but I I hadn't had that full-on like holy spirit experience like the true love of god like manifest and and just when he wraps his arms around you and shows you the truth about who you are and who you're supposed to be and who he really is as a loving father um it totally changes your world and you don't go back from that you just can't but yeah, yeah so I didn't really have that so yeah those are some yeah currents among some other ones probably <laughs> yeah I know like one of the currents I got swept up into like in middle school and high school was um I grew up in an affluent community that means just a rich community and the people that I went to school with, a lot of them were wealthy. They had a lot of money. Um, we we had money. Um, but one of the things that I didn't understand, like, there were people in my own youth group and at my church and at my school who, like, they had rock climbing walls in their house. They had yeah. diners in their house. They had bowling alleys in their house. Like, they were not just, like rich driving nice cars like they literally like could go on dates in their own household as a high schooler (laughs) and you know and there'd be no problem with it and so I thought that was how everybody lived except for me and (laughs) I had like I was like at 15 I got a brand new Honda Civic at age 15 for me to learn to drive on and that was my car for like 11 years um but but I thought I was a poor person because I got a Honda Civic when I turned 15. I didn't get a Beamer like everybody else you know and it wasn't every and looking back I look at it and I'm like it wasn't everybody else that had Beamers a good portion of kids had brand new cars when they turned 15 and 16 at my school, but some of them did get BMWs, like, you know, um, but for me, like, I kind of got swept up into that, like, current of materialism, if you will, that it was like, mm-hmm. I wanted all these nice things, and it was like, well, if I could just have that, then then I could prove that, like, I'm one of them, you know, in reality, yeah. I was at these people's homes all the time, and they didn't care, like, they, and some of them, their families lived in separate wings of the house because they had so much 
problems in their own family, in their household. They weren't happy. And I remember going away to a church camp and there was one of those families who their daughter was, you know, in my, in my grade and she was cutting herself and, and doing all this different stuff. And I remember coming home from church camp and going, mom, we may not be as rich as they are, but we are not that crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm like, there isn't all that turmoil in our house. There isn't like all these different things going on. Like, I, like we actually have a lot of peace here, but I will say that current of like materialism, like I would say I fought that for a long time. And like, even so much in, in college, even just like wanting things that it was like, okay, this is a status symbol. Like if I can just have that Louis Vuitton purse, then I've made it, you know, um, even to the point I would say like, I, like I have this Louis Vuitton purse. I absolutely love because I love nice purses, right? Like who doesn't love nice purses? True. Um, (laughs) and I just remember like, I I got this purse and then I started full-time ministry and I was like, wait a second. It was like the first time it was exposed to me um, after I graduated college, just how focused I was on that. And there was like a six-year period that I did not carry that purse anywhere because I, I God was really dealing with me on materialism. And so um, I just know that I it, it snuck up on me. I didn't even know that it was a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> until it suddenly was like, oh, I need to deal with that. Um, so knowing that like we've all been in currents, whether it be um, any of the things that we've talked about or others, like it could be yeah. alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be, you know, I, I don't know, it could be any number of things, depression, fear, like anxiety. Um, how did you get out of those currents? Like, what are some practical ways like that you got out? Like how uh, practical, but then also like, how did God rescue you from them? For me, um, you know, sports was just one thing, but there were so many other things, but honestly, encountering his love is what did it for me. I, I had one day where, um, he just showed me who he was and he showed me that he knew me. For me, um, not for all the things that I've done, um, not for all the things that I wanted to do or the things that I did that I shouldn't have, but he saw me like as his daughter. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, that that changed everything in my life. Um, it changed how I looked out at the world around me. Um, it mm-hmm. showed me that I was in the world know that I was of the world and not just in the world as someone who was a light for like his kingdom to be shown, mm-hmm. but someone who was, who was living in a place of, of I needed to be seen by everyone else. Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of times we do things because we need to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and truthfully we don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> God know, sees us, God sees <laughs> us and, and he'll, and he'll, you know, as long as you're obedient to him, he'll, he'll, he'll promote you in ways that you never thought he could. Well, and you think about how many people in the Bible, like all they needed was one encounter with Jesus for everything to be changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was certainly true for you. It you was. Know? And, and I grew up in a Christian home and I grew up where we, you know, I mean, sometimes we went to church weekly. Some years it was Christmas and Easter. Sometimes it, <laughs> you was, were it was not. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was one of those households where you knew, you knew who Jesus was. Um, but you didn't really have a relationship with him. Um, and if you did, it was very superficial. Um, but for me, it was that encounter. And, and I can honestly say, like, when that happened, everything changed. I was a completely different person. And 
it doesn't mean I didn't still have things that I had to work out. Um, if you've ever heard me talk about anything before, I've, I do talk a lot about depression and that's something that I dealt with for a really long time um, and suicidal thoughts. And, and it was a process to, for that, for me to be completely free of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, from a practical standpoint, I, it's weird when you know that you're living still in, in something that, that's not mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. You know, you're like, I know this is not all right. I, I know that, that this is, it's not okay <laughs> for me to feel this way, yeah. that this is not from God, but it still doesn't negate the fact that I felt that, you yeah. know, I had those thoughts. Yeah. So like the enemy was still plaguing me with those things. Um, but I just, I knew I had to remember who he was to me, who God was mm -hmm. to me, um, and who I was to him. And I think when you can constantly do that on a day-to-day -day basis and really continually go to the father, like he will deliver you of those things. He yeah. will. You know, mm -hmm. um, and he did. He delivered me of, of suicide and depression completely. Um, and so, I mean, it's it's cool. You know, now I'm like, I don't even have those thoughts that I had for years and years mm -hmm. and years. Um, I'm just a completely different person even in my thought process now. But being obedient to what he says is, mm -hmm. another, is, is another practical way. Mm -hmm. um, reading your Bible. If you yeah. don't know what to do, start reading the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just start there. Start with John. Yeah, yeah. John's really Mark good. And, yeah. Mark and John are, like, the easiest to dive into, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. What about you, Tay? Like, how did how did you get rescued or, or delivered from just currents? Like, what was... How did you get out of the current of promiscuity? I will. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, think of one instance, but, like, I, I went through, like, a whole year of just, like, we had a young adults group that we were a part of that Christy's brother actually started. It was called Crying Out, and I got into, I got saved through that group. Like, I got really saved through that group, and I've still, I've done stupid stuff since then, but it's been almost eight years, praise the Lord. Yay! And, uh, in November, actually, eight years. And, um, but... <laughs> I mean, I went through like a whole year of mass deliverance sessions, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, that, so we, so we know that you, some of you may not know what I'm talking about, but, um, we know that Jesus said those who, um, those who, those who follow me, the, these signs will follow them. Yeah. <laughs> these signs will follow them who follow yeah. me. Um, they will heal the sick. They will cast out demons, which is what I'm about to touch on. They will, um, touch it or what drink any poisonous drink and it won't I can't like find my words <laughs> and it won't harm them they will pick up serpents which does not have anything to do with picking up live snakes FYI um, FYI you're not snake handlers we don't pick up live snakes that's not what he was talking about um <laughs> anyway so the casting out demons part is real um there is a whole realm there's a whole like the Bible says that our, our natural world that we see is only a shadow mm -hmm. of what's actually yeah. there, yeah. which is the spirit realm. The battle's not against flesh and blood. No, but it's, it's about against... principalities and demons and dark forces. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So it's just, it's not, please don't ever think that you're just in this La -la earth land. and yeah. <laughs> and it's not some dry book that you look at and it's not some like guy who used to live a long time ago that we worship because we think it's cool. It's real. Like, it's super real. If you mm -hmm. come to the Waves Conference, you'll see that. Um, <laughs> October 4th and 5th. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so 
I just, but Jesus comes, the Holy Spirit comes and will deliver you of um, demonic oppression, possession, um, things you're struggling with, or oftentimes it's a spirit that you've chosen to partner with, whether you realize it or not. Um, and we have to break those covenants with those spirits um, and allow Jesus to take those things away. And so I went through, gosh, it was like every time we had a meeting, I just had like, I just had demons coming out of me. <laughs> Like, I, I had a lot going on. Yeah, I had a lot going get on. Get out, evil spirit. Uh, I will say probably one of the main... I mean, do you want me... How far do you want me to go into this? Like... Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was a spirit of Jezebel <laughs> I had to get delivered of. Oh, Jezzy. She's <laughs> going there, y'all. Get Old ready. Jezebel. Buckle up. Um, I remember we were doing a teaching, and it was right around the time that... Um, what This was just probably a year after Christy had her encounter with the Lord. <laughs> yeah. That, that she was just speaking about um, in the same house actually that we were having the meetings at the at the time we all came one night it was like 20 young adults coming in this room and I was uh 21 I was 20 and um one of the girls one of the leaders of the group started talking about the spirit of Jezebel which is just a spirit of manipulation and control and there's a lady in the bible yes yeah who who was that person and so (laughs) look up second kings (laughs) yeah And, um, she, and she was also a very sexual, sexually promiscuous woman, um, and did not follow the Lord. And I think what she fell from a tower and Mm -hmm. she died. She was named after the prophets of Baal, Jezebel. Oh, Uh, I did not know that. So they were prophets of Baal were known for cutting themselves and all sorts of the, the sun gods and all those things. And so, yeah, she, there was a whole lot, even in her birth name that went with witchcraft and idolatry. That poor thing didn't stand a chance. Bless her heart. That's terrible. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so that same spirit that was like heavily, you know, embodied Jezebel, the woman, um, we call it the Jezebel spirit today. And so I was heavily under the influence of that thing. And so um, the girl is the girl who's teaching this class is just talking about the spirit of Jezebel and like things that someone who's under that influence um, – acts you know the way that they act the way that they talk like things like signs that you need to know and also she was like you know everyone and everyone in the room was repenting for partnering with the spirit of Jezebel or getting delivered from it because we've all partnered with spirits knowingly or unknowingly at different times well yeah and maybe a better way to say it is you know you you open up doors that maybe you don't realize you're opening whether that's like Watching movies, you're you're not you probably shouldn't be watching. You know, um, listening to certain music, you probably shouldn't listen to. Uh, being around certain people, you probably shouldn't be around. Yeah, um, definitely. Even just flirting excessively, like yeah, I mean, I mean open there, up doors. There's yeah. open doors that need to be shut. Yeah, Sorry. and the way I no, that's that's perfect. And the way I lived my life prior to that, prior to getting really um, having that real salvation experience was um i i was taught how to manipulate men to get what i wanted with my Mm -hmm. body or whatever um i lived extremely promiscuously and so i that's what i was doing you know and so um the whole time she's talking i'm like squirming in my chair and i can't you're like you're talking about me i felt like my skin was on fire and i just i didn't understand what was happening at that time because i didn't i hadn't had i really hadn't had a whole lot of interaction with like the supernatural besides what I was seeing it crying out which was freaking me out every week but <laughs> it but but I felt such a 
a, such a like yes in my spirit mm-hmm. like this is right and this is real but I still didn't understand it so my spirit knew it was happening but I just really didn't so <laughs> but I just kept coming back because it was great but um so I was just like squirming in my chair and I was like I at one point wanted to just jump and be like someone needs to help me like right now because <laughs> this is not okay like I don't feel right and um yeah <laughs> so toward the end um I think, honestly, like, whenever you are stuck in a current, though, like, you really do get to that pressure point where you're just like, I need help and I need out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's probably... I guess that also kind of counts as a breaking point, too. Yeah, it does. That you're like, help. (laughs) Help me. Help me. Help me. Yeah. That's what was so cool, too, is that the whole time me feeling that way is that that spirit that's kind of, like, acting out and, like, wanting to resist the truth that's being... the light that's being shed on it. It doesn't want... it. You know, it doesn't want to leave... It wants mm-hmm. to stay and continue operating. And so, and just Holy Spirit going, hey, you've got this. Let's deal with this because I yeah. love you. Let's go ahead and deal with this so you can be free. And I got deliverance that night and it was absolutely insane. But I've had to, um, not recently, of course, but I, through through that process, I had to like kind of even walk out that that deliverance too because it was like recognizing patterns in my thinking and mm-hmm. patterns in my behavior and going that's not right and just repenting for those things yeah i think continuous repentance is a great practical yeah. way changing the tides and how you like live your life yeah really. well and you think about deliverance like it doesn't always have to like if you google deliverance there's all sorts of crazy things that'll come up yeah but um but like it's not the exorcist movies. it's not, not. the exorcist okay. so it's like, just, like you don't have well, to go there <laughs> yeah but i mean it can be as simple as like you know laying your hand like putting your right hand over on your head and just saying like god right now i just repent of you know, partnering with the Jezebel spirit and Lord right now, I just ask that you just break that thing right off of me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can just do deliverance on yourself. Like you don't have to go it's not <laughs> get a thing. special thing. Yeah. Like if you're aware of what's going on, you're like, Oh, I've partnered with fear today. Like I need to break that spirit off of me. Like spirit yeah. of fear, go flee in Jesus name. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be fancy. You yeah. Know? And Holy spirit will direct you either way. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you, yeah. Like sometimes you need somebody. To pray yeah. Sometimes you're like, you need, me. you need a leader to come. You need to someone with a, with authority to come and just help and help you with that but then yeah absolutely practically you just every day well and isn't it cool like how um like whenever you've been caught up in a current you recognize that current or that pattern in somebody else sometimes and it and it helps you be able to help them you know what I mean like I'm sure Christy like is able to see like whenever a student is getting like totally swept up in their approval coming from sports yeah. Or yeah. Tay is easily able to recognize, like, someone that is maybe operating in a Jezebel spirit. She's like, uh-uh, that's manipulation. No, thank you. <laughs> we don't do that. You know, like, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't partner with that. We don't, let me help you. Yeah. Let me just, I see a little something there. Let me brush that off. Pray over you. <laughs> yeah, I think we're given authority over the things that we ourselves have been delivered from. Because yeah. we're delivered so that we can deliver others. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and that's it. I think um, with being swept up in things, like, it's. It's good that you have friends to help you with that. Um, yeah. I think that's a huge part. But I think also, like, I was thinking about how did I break out of that, like, materialism, like, trap. Yeah. The only way, I think whenever I finally realized it was, I, I don't even remember the moment that I realized it. I think I I went to a trip. I remember that part. I went on a trip, and um, 
I remember me walking into a room and me feeling like I was carrying my purse in front of me. Hmm. Like it was like somehow this like badge of like, here I am. Like, don't you know who I am kind of thing. (laughs) And I remember thinking, that's not correct. Like, that's not right at all. And the only way I... This purse does not define me. I was like, like, that does not define me or whether I'm a good person or not. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, realizing, and I just laid it down. Like, you just have to, sometimes God calls you to certain things to lay down. Like, um, I know people that have been swept up in alcohol before, and they don't have an alcohol addiction by any means, but they know that that is not something that they're supposed to carry around with them. Mm-hmm. That's not something they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and so I know, like, there, like I said, for there was, like, a good six-year period where I didn't carry that purse. And I was like, I will not carry that purse again until it means something different to me. You yeah. know? <laughs> and so now I can carry it when I want to. But, um, <laughs> but I don't have to to, you know, now do I still like nice purses? 100%. I like purses and shoes, people. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, if I see a pair of shoes that I like, that are cheap I'm not gonna not buy them because they came from Walmart or that I got them for 16 bucks so I think um that's one of the things that you can realize like whatever you can do without it you know that you're like okay I'm I'm delivered of this like I don't have to have that anymore Mm -hmm. like if that doesn't work out I'm not gonna like pitch a fit or have a cry fest you know yeah um so I don't know what type of currents that you may be facing today but um I know that we all face them, and it, like I said, it can be sin patterns. It can be just things that just kind of slip in through the back door, um, and just we just pray that like you break free of those things. Um, I know yeah. Christy's going to be speaking on that topic at our Waves Destin conference, but we have other things on our YouTube account where we've preached on that topic, yeah. and you know we just want you guys to be free of the currents you get swept up in and help others get free you know um and I know John 14 talks a whole bunch about calling on the Holy Spirit the helper that brings peace and comfort to you like when you're in a current like you don't have to say a complicated prayer like you truly can just say Holy Spirit help me like help me direct me to who I need to talk to or what I need to do and so like just just know that like you can get out of those currents um so I think that's all we have for today unless did y'all have anything else no. no. Okay, I do have one question. We were talking about this earlier, um, right before we started the podcast. If you were going to go to the beach, what type of float would you want to float in at the beach? Okay, so I know a lot of people would be like, oh, like a big flamingo or something huge I could just lay out on. And my thought is, something that keeps me afloat but small that I still can control. <laughs> yeah that's true unless it's like a super super calm day and you have like a portable tiny anchor that you can anchor yourself because currents on are always terrible sometimes they're just part of the ocean and in in the ocean sense Mm -hmm. but you will just be swept away in this you don't want to get you don't want to float out to the deep water you don't because there are sharks there let's be let's be real so wait so what would you have I'll be honest with you. I like a noodle. A noodle. <laughs> I think noodles are great. What color? Whatever color is available. <laughs> I don't really have a She's preference. She's easy to please, y'all. <laughs> yep. uh, what about you, Tay? Um, I am into boogie boards. Oh, we both like boogie boards, and we haven't used them yet. I returned my boogie board. Traitor. I bought chicken. Traitor. <laughs> with my boogie board money. <laughs> 
I have mine. One time I was swimming as a kid and I had a boogie board and the water, like the wave in the pool, whopped it in such a way that the boogie board went up and hit me in the face, hit me in the nose. Oh, were you in a wave pool? Yeah, I oh, yeah, no. yeah, because they had wave pools in Nashville, yeah, yeah. Um, where I grew up. And I anyway, it's so funny because y'all, I went to the beach with these two like a few weeks ago, and they both come out with their boogie boards, and I had like an internal panic moment, and I was like, "Don't let it hit you in the face." That was literally <laughs> what I thought. My brother and I, we used to get in the pool and try to sink our boogie board, and then it would pop up and hit us in our face. Oh, <laughs> yeah, terrible. But it was so worth it to like get it all the way to the bottom of yes. the pool. Yes, you were standing so on you it. You would yeah. have a boogie board. I would have one of those inner tubes, even though that inner tube almost like killed me as a child. I really like inner tubes because you can float in them. I do like those too. Your feet can touch the ground. I don't know. I feel like it's just enough floatiness. I have an inner tube that is clear and it has uh, confetti all inside that sparkles. It's fun. And I really love it. But y'all, the last time I took it to the beach and actually went out in the ocean, they called me in because it attracts sharks because of the shininess. So I really hate that. I would have to get... Yeah. Yeah, You're not supposed to wear like jewelry or anything like that in the water because the... The, the way the light reflects on it, it attracts sharks. I should have known it's terrible. That. Yeah. I guess so anyway, a larger prey fish. Since this is just make-believe, that's what I would take. Um, anyway, we're going to end on that note. We <laughs> hope you have an amazing day, and don't get swept up in the currents. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at wavesgirlsconference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.